Hello, and welcome to another 6-1 Conversation. My name is Mike Towndrow at Mixtoundrow on Twitter. I am joined by Kyle Stevenson at Mr. K-Step. Kyle, hello. Hello. Today, we are joined by Jet Shepard, writer and director of the upcoming horror FMV game, Ghosts, and uh, the 2020 Shutter hit, well, writer of the 2020 Shutter hit host. Jed, hello. Hello, guys. Nice to, nice to be here. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm excite, excited to talk about it. This is actually this, only the second podcast I've been on about Ghosts, because we only announced it a few days ago, so this is, this is new ground. Nice. Damn, I, I was hoping we were the first. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite, no. got to get that original out of here. <laughs> Someone got, got there on, on day one and they released it today, so they would be first. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> Those bastards. Uh, Jed, thank you so much for hanging out. Appreciate you mm-hmm. coming on. Uh, yeah, we literally just met online the other day because of our mutual friend, Prince Jackson. Yeah. Of uh, Nightlife. Yes, it's cool. Very, Very cool. Um, I guess first and foremost, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like... Who are you? What do you do? All that yeah. good stuff. Okay. Uh, my, my name's Jed Shepard. I'm primarily a screenwriter, sometimes producer, sometimes director. And um, and yeah, people probably know me best from writing and exec producing the horror smash hit of last year, Host, which is still currently 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah. Um, it. It's just been it's just been a crazy roller coaster ever since we <laughs> launched it, and it's been bizarre. Like it's like an unreal, like awesome dream that just keeps getting better and better and better. Um, and then before that, what we done is mostly shorts. Um, we had a whole bunch of features lined up, but we hadn't made any of those yet. Um, so yeah, so host is really the first thing that people kind of know me for worldwide. Um, and it's pretty cool to be known for something that's actually like successful and and people like. And I don't mind watching again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Your your first this host is your first feature, and like, what a first feature, man! Yeah. Like, I know I watched it last year because obviously in the middle of lockdown, I was like, oh, let me just watch more lockdown stuff. Why not? Let me get <laughs> yeah. more into this. Uh, Kyle just watched it last night, and yeah, seriously, it's. I'm not just saying this; it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. And yeah, like, man. Cool, I, like I, as a first feature, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of uh, so Rob Rob is the director. Rob Savage is the director, a co-writer, co-exec producer. Uh, I mean, him have been working on shorts for like the last six, seven years. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we were just waiting for the opportunity to to make a feature, and and uh, yeah, this was the first one we made together, and it just turned out just great. And we kind of we kind of knew it would be if someone just gave us a chance and gave us the opportunity to make a feature. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, it turned out better than we expected. Nobody expected it to kind of blow up like it has. But um, and we're, we're from the UK as well, and horror doesn't... There's not very many horror filmmakers who make films that kind of blow up. They usually make a film, it'll get onto a DVD and sold in supermarkets, and that's about it. Maybe it'll get onto a cable channel. Yeah. But it's quite rare for a British horror film to kind of blow up like this has. So, so yeah, so it's kind of like new ground. Uh <laughs> for us i mean especially since like i i didn't realize that in the uk like it's not really like known for like i guess horror is more of a american north american kind of thing um so i do want to steal a question from prince that he always asks on his podcast why horror well since i was a kid i always loved horror it's it's the genre that i kind of empathize with the most um my i'm half filipino and and my mum's from philippines and she instilled in me that monsters are real because in in the filipino 
culture. Ghosts, ghosts are normal part of every day. Like people believe in ghosts, people believe in creatures. They have thousands of different creatures that that um, are part of the Filipino mythology. And um, so when I was a kid, because my mum was telling me this, I would just always kind of, because you believe your parents, right? You have to believe what your parents say. So I would just assume that these things were real and they were out there. So I would just like read every horror comic book magazine, watch every horror film I could, um, less as an interest, more of training because I just thought, okay, if one of these monsters jump out at me, I'm going to have to be ready for this. If a werewolf's coming for me, I'm going to have to know the exact rules on how to kill it. If a vampire's coming for me, I'll never invite it inside. That's that kind of stuff. So I just became an expert in horror and, um, and the more horror you watch, the more you realize 95% of horror movies are not that good because they come from people who don't understand the genre. It isn't just about loud noises. Like what horror is, is about uh, reflecting the part of society that potentially other genres don't like to dip into. And um, there is a reason why most of the big filmmakers out there in all genres, they made their start in in horror. Spielberg, James Cameron, um, who else? everybody like they all the big ones they made their start in horror because it's the most interesting it takes the most chances and um and yeah so that's kind of why i wanted to do it. i wanted to make the films that i want to see and i don't think is out there there isn't yeah. really that many british horrors that reach a big audience and i just want to make horrors that reach as large an audience as possible but also carve my own path and my own my own sensibilities into it and um I guess I'm now justified in in how I believe horror should be because straight off the off the bat, it's um, the biggest horror movie of last year, and also yeah. it's straight into like the top twenty of a lot of these best horrors of all time lists, and it's crazy. It's only been out for like eight nine months, so um, yeah, it's 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 wild. It's wild. It's really hard to comprehend because I didn't expect this is host to be the film to. Um, to blow me up like this <laughs> and to to go off what you were saying how like because uh how you grew up and thinking all oh, monsters are real and you watch horror movies to prepare for that i now know not to even attempt a seance over zoom because i'm yeah. not going to attempt it because that is uh the the premise of hosts and things go crazy uh for those uh people that are watching this and, and listening to it not knowing what host is all about uh what is it host is a found footage movie where you are witness to five of my friends Haley, Gemma, Emma, Radina and Caroline as they do a seance um, on Zoom and the repercussions of doing a seance on Zoom that's what you see and those, those girls are my friends I've known them for years they've known each other for years and that's why host has a level of authenticity that people latched onto because yeah. they feel like you feel like you're watching something real because mm-hmm. it is real. They're real friends. They really know each other and they're using their real names and they're using little bits of their real experiences together to kind of make it feel real. Um, and that couldn't have happened without the pandemic really, because it's the rare time everyone's available at the same time. Like these are working actresses and they were all available at the same time. All of our crew were to, um, and yeah, we managed to make something really special with our friends in lockdown and release it in, in lockdown too. Um, so yeah, from start to finish, from, from conception to release, it was 12 weeks, which is insane. Wow. 
Jeez. which is like insane. But yeah, we managed to do it. And I think this, the story of, of Host is also one of the reasons why people people love it so much because against all this adversity, we managed to, to make something that even though it's set in this time, it's it feels a bit timeless because it's, it's about a friendship. And, um, and yeah, really, really proud of it. And it's uh, I think it will stand the test of time even outside of this COVID uh, yeah. time. Yeah. How, how difficult was it to do all that over Zoom? Like not being able to be together in the same room and, and the whole creative process being like remote. How hard was that? Yeah. So... So with the with the writing process, the writing took about two weeks, and myself, Rob Savage, and the other writer, Gemma Hurley, uh, we just we just did it over Zoom. We had a Google Doc. We didn't even use like proper screenwriting software. <laughs> we just had a Google Doc open, and we would just go and Zoom and just like tapping little little things in, in Google Docs, and uh, yeah, that it just kind of really quickly became natural. We'd been using Zoom for about six weeks before that, uh, since lockdown in the UK started in, in March 2020. And yeah, six weeks in, that's when we kind of, we, we started to make host. And it was, it was relatively simple, actually. We adapted it really quickly. And then uh, Rob, the director, he had to direct them all via Zoom and... Um, uh, kind of use Zoom as a video village as, as a monitor. What what they really filmed it on was their phones. So their phone was yeah. taped to the back of their computers, um, and that's what it was actually shot on. Was shot on iPhones, um, and yeah, then stitched together afterwards. So, but yeah, it was it was really um, there were no rules of how to do it. No one had done this kind of thing before um, in this way. Zoom was relatively new to us as well, so. Uh, yeah, we just used everything to our advantage, um, and we didn't have any pressure because no one expected anything from this little movie, um, and that made us kind of write it however we wanted and without thinking of the end audience. Um, and yeah, and we just made the best film we possibly could using everything we learned from the short films we'd made, and and yeah, it turned into a to a killer film. Yeah, I, I think the premise works so well. As also because like that has been our norm for a long time now. So yeah. like when you watch it, like you're used to you know talking to people over Zoom or Discord video or on and, Twitch and or whatever, just seeing the shit. backgrounds. Yeah, exactly. we all heard shit in our apartments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my god, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of transitioning with the like going from the production, trying slowly transitioning to the game side. Um, last year, one of Kyle and I's obsessions was this game, another FMV game called Five Dates, uh, which is all it's a rom com about online dating. Uh, nice. I've not played that. It's very highly recommended. Yes. Uh, is it on Steam? Yes. yes. Uh, also, okay. Limited Run Games uh, did put out or are currently putting out a physical copy. Maybe they can hook you up. They, they'll, um, hook, they'll hook me up. Yeah, they'll hook yeah. you up. <laughs> um, yeah, and we uh, we got a chance to talk to the filmmaker, uh, Paul Rashid. And yeah, he was describing like how it was all filmed in the UK via iPhone. I think over, I think the script was written in six weeks. And yeah, they also filmed it all iPhones 11s on in like 10 weeks. It's nice. so fascinating hearing like the kind of similarities between like film and game in that kind of sense in lockdown procedures. Yeah. 10 weeks. That seems a long time. Yeah. <laughs> 10 weeks. Okay. Interesting. 
But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm making I'm notes in your head for for ghosts. <laughs> oh well, no. Like when when I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. Ten weeks seems a lot to me. Like yeah. I could make three films in that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like it's great. Like, I I need to play that five dates game. So that, that sounds good because like I really I good. always think full motion video games or live action games, whatever you want to call it, is an interesting prospect because it's really hard to make it good because you lose a it level is. of playability and interactivity. So it has to be interesting and it's, it's rare that you get a good one. So I'm, I'm very keen to, to see um, how uh, this game turns out. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, if you think FMV, like I, I feel at least in my opinion, everybody always goes to night trap, which is like yep. notoriously not great. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other like other like 90s era FMBs in that same vein, yeah. and like it's funny like uh, we Kyle and I saw the trailer for Five Days, and it's like no way in hell this could be good. Yeah, no. no way in hell. And it turns out it was one of our favorite games of last year. Oh, yeah. we, so cool. we were okay. actually going to play that for like a series of like stupid games on Steam that yeah, to, like really kind of like work. poke fun. Yeah, oh, nice. and we did like a pilot during our one of our charity streams, and we were just totally invested, and we were like silent because we didn't want yeah. like talk over like the 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 writing because the writing is so good the characters are so authentic oh, that's so cool so like i feel like it, it was um published by a company wells interactive who also put out in 2020 uh, a game called the complex which we haven't played yet and now i do want i've to heard that of game. that yeah people keep mentioning that to me i've not played yeah. that to be honest so yeah. it seems like we are getting like a, a especially with the ghost now like a weird renaissance of yeah FNB resurgence games, <laughs> yeah which is something i never thought i see in my lifetime yeah. <laughs> So kind of transitioning into ghosts, like tell us a little bit about ghosts. Like what is this project? Cause it's something quite fascinating. Yeah. And, and again, like, cause it, we've only just announced it. There's a lot of stuff I can't say about it, of but I, I can, I can, I can give you the basics. So as you know, it's a live action horror game um, with the gimmick that nobody's done before which is, it's live. It's live action. The game is locked to 10 p.m. in your local time zone. And the reason for that, and it seems like a controversial decision because people buy a game wanting to play at any time. I, I get that. But when you subscribe to like a sports event, for instance, a boxing match, you're excited by that. And you can't pick when that boxing match is because it's a live event. You and uh, you watch it. You, do, you don't have any less interest. You have even more anticipation because you know. Oh my god! I need, I need this. I need to be ready for it. I need to get my snacks, and that's why I wanted to be. I wanted to be an event. I want everyone in the country to be playing it at the exact same time because there are things that are going to be revealed to you that you don't want to be spoiled, and that's right. another reason I want it to be live because the game could be very, very, very easily spoiled when certain things happen. So I need everyone to be playing it at the same time. Um, and that way you get the shared experience of being in this together. Um, and it's, and the, the difficulty level is quite hard because it's meant to be, it's meant to really test you. You are, you, there's, there are no pauses. You have to keep going. You have to play this game. You have to save these ladies, but there are loads of stuff happening around you that will stop you, uh, from doing that goal. Um, and yeah, and I, the kind of reason for that, the, the way I kind of came up with that 10 p.m. thing was because um, I often have a debate with a friend of mine that now with like Netflix and streaming services, and you can binge a series. You, there's no anticipation. There right. isn't, it, 
TV shows that that we used to be like Lost, like every week, the in between times in Lost, that was the best times for me. The anticipation of waiting for the next episode, the theories, going on Reddit's on, on subreddits and oh, like yeah. like finding details. Yeah, like, the, the MCU stuff on Disney Plus now is is exactly the same way. Yeah, and that kind of stuff. Because like, and it's the anticipation that's important, and you don't get that in games. You could just stay up. You could just stay up and and finish a game in one night. For me, that isn't interesting i want to make a game that is an event it's not just a throwaway game that you play once and like like i love the game what the golf i don't know if you, you got oh, yeah. fans i love that game but that's a game you can just pick up and play at any time um it's like chewing gum but i want this game to be something where you can't just pick it up and play it whenever you want if there's a prescribed time to play it and the reason for that is because the conceit is you're the producer of a live TV show and like, like with the horror films, like with host, like the authenticity of that, I want to instill in the player that you are, you are the producer. Your actions do matter. You can't just go to the toilet. If you, if you go to, if you go to the toilet and you put your switch down, you'll come back. Things will go completely wrong. <laughs> like you, you need to have your eyes on the screen at all times, put your headphones on, turn off the lights, close the door. Don't let anyone disturb you because you were locked into this. And if you miss something, you are screwed. Like you have to be so, you have to be on the ball and like night trap or double switch. Like you have to keep an eye on, on everything at all times. And, yeah. It's just it's harder than those games. Like people complain that that double switch, which I love by the way, because I love Corey Haim. Like people people complain that that game's too hard. That game is too hard, um, uh, but it's hard. But for a reason because this is real life. You're dealing with like real people, real situations, um, and also because it's real life, it isn't just the game you play. The the kind of the main story of the game. You can you can leave you can within the game world. You can leave what you're doing and go off and speak to other people like who are not involved with this game. There's there's lots of stuff you can do within the game. Um, obviously, if you leave your post for too long, bad things will happen because you're the producer of this TV show that's going out live. Awesome. You you need to be doing things. Um, and nobody nobody's ever made a game like this before. The the closest that I say you would get to this game is there was a Japanese Game Boy game in the 90s where, and I don't, it's a Japanese name, so I can't pronounce it, I'm not even going to try, where you're, you play a vampire and the game only worked at night because vampires wow. can only come at night. That's it had a, awesome. It had a solar panel on it. And, I'm, and I remember I could never find that game because it was a Japanese game and it was really rare. But I was, I've remembered that for years and I've just thought, wow, if I ever made a game, that kind of thing would be the thing that I... It just makes me excited to even hear that. So what I want with the ghost and what I have had so far is the majority of people going, oh my God, that's so cool. That's so cool. A few people going, oh, well, I want to play the game whenever I want. Why can't I play the game at, at 2 p.m.? You can't because it's a, it's, a it's a live game. And if, that, if it isn't for you, it isn't for you. Fair enough. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Mm -hmm. But you are rewarded if you play the game at 10 p.m., it's a really amazing cinematic experience because <laughs> a lot of times with the full motion videos, games, they're not written by screenwriters. They're written by games, like a games company. Mm. This is so, written by me. He's just, <laughs> he's just written the, the biggest horror film of 2020. This is written by mm -hmm. me. So, and I'm so diehard into horror. 
I'm going to scare the hell out of you. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love that mentality. It's like, yeah, you just had the biggest fucking hit of 2020. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I've um, never made a game before as well. So um, the, the experience of making this game has got me so excited for yeah. like making other games as well. I'm just like, okay, if I'm allowed to do it, if, I, if I'm allowed to do, take chances, because this is a real, ch- this is limited run games is really taking a chance on me doing something different. Um, because we, I mean, games, so many games are exactly the same, just roam, roam around yeah. and shoot things. Mm-hmm. This game hasn't, there's never been a game like this. And unless I make it, there won't be a game like it ever again. But I want to apply these real world interactive elements to future games I make as well, because I want to make films and games. And, um, and yeah, and I just think it's, this is the type of game that will get non-gamers playing games, I think. Yeah, totally. Before we move on, uh, the game you're referring to, Boktai, The Sun is in Your Hands? Yes, yes, yes. Sun is in uh, Your Hands, yeah. Didn't realize it was a Kojima produced game. Yes, it <laughs> oh, is, wow. yeah. That's what yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did, did uh, you find I, it for sale? Did you find one for sale? I'm about to because I really want to fucking play it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it's the proper Game Boy version with, with a solar panel on it, but like buy it unless it's like crazy price. That's awesome. Psh, 30 bucks on eBay? With, with the solar panel intact, that, that works. Let me say check if it does because you can get you can get a version without the solar panel and it that's just the standard game. Oh, sorry, thirty dollars for the instruction booklet. Right. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that uh, makes more uh, sense. A sealed copy uh, is eight hundred dollars on on Oof. eBay. Oh my god, a sealed copy. A sealed copy, eight hundred bucks on eBay. Oh, uh, Jed's thinking about it. <laughs> Jed got that that host money. You yeah, do that, that. <laughs> you got that shutter money. That's a good pro- eight hundred credit for that game. is a really good price because I'd seen it for like twelve hundred and thirteen hundred in right. the past. Oh wow, okay, that's interesting. Sealed as well. Wow, interesting. <laughs> okay, you might uh, see that disappear in the next in the next hour. <laughs> uh, question about. Um, about ghosts being live. This is something that I try to rack my brain around it. <laughs> is it live in the sense that you are creating the show of already like pre-recorded scenes of, of the actresses doing the things, or are they actually acting this out live every single night at 10? The, there are some secrets that I can't reveal, okay. but um, yeah, obviously we have to shoot a lot of it in mm-hmm. advance. Right. Um, like, like you would for a film. Um, but there are elements in the game which can affect it that are effectively live. We're trying to instill more live elements into it as well. So real life things that are happening right now as you're playing creeps into the actual game. Nice. And it's really hard for me to, to, to kind of explain it without spoiling it. But yeah, for sure. If you look, because this is a, this is also a Kickstarter campaign, by the way. Um, so if you look, if you read the Kickstarter, there are more clues in that Kickstarter than that will open your your mind to what the, what's going on a little mm. bit. So yeah, but I can't I can't say too much. Sure. But yeah, there the majority of it is filmed beforehand, and you choose what happens basically. But like like we say in the announcement video there aren't like floating words or any glowing doors or any signs to tell you what, what way to go. You can do whatever you want. It's open. Um, and, and the reason for that is because, because I'm not, I don't come from a games programming background. 
I don't know what's available. So I'm just, I say to the games company, let's do this. And they're like, well, how do we do this? I'm like, let's find out. Let's work it out. Yeah. We work it out. <laughs> turns, awesome. turns out one of those secrets in the Kickstarter, uh, each physical copy comes with a solar panel. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oops. I mean, that's a, that is a quite a good idea. <laughs> Kojima, secret producer on Ghost. Um, you describing it reminds me a lot of One Cut of the Dead. I, I love One Cut of the Dead. Yeah. I love that film so much. I and something yeah. I don't think Kyle's watched it yet, and yeah, I don't want to like spoil it for listeners. But it very much reminds me of that concept, and like you describe it, just made me so much more excited. That there are there are meta levels to this game as well. Um, it's very game savvy and, and horror savvy, and also because it has the girls from Host, and they're essentially playing themselves again. Yeah, but a different, but a different side of their characters. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing to do with Host, but it's the girls you love from Host uh, being themselves and um, doing Which what they awesome. would do. Yeah, I, exactly. When, when we, I saw this announcement and saw that it was, and after watching the movie, now knowing how their chemistry together and knowing that they're real life friends, I think that's just incredible that they're just back all together in a horror game. <laughs> it's so how, cool, how, yeah. how quick did you decide to just do it with them again? Um, I, this is like my fourth time working with, oh, with them, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so we made a short film called Dawn of the Death with Haley, Redina and Caroline. And then we made a film, a short film that hasn't been released actually called Multiplex that I directed, which has all of them in. It was the first time they'd all worked together in one thing. That was my film Multiplex. And then they worked in all together in Host. And then now they're all in Ghosts again. Um, I just think it, once you find people who work together well and you're friends with them, then why why change it? Like, yeah, why, why break why up the team? Absolutely, they have to. It's like the perfect, the absolute perfect group dynamic. And again, they've just made the they're just the stars of the biggest horror movie of last year. Mm-hmm. You can't be a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so why not take those ingredients and put it into a scary horror game? Yeah, um, and I love that but, you're not just rinsing and repeating the same thing. Like you're you're not making yeah. host two right now. Like I'm not never. saying never make host two. Whatever. No, I am. We're uh, never going to make host two. I don't. I think we'll ever make. If if we do, then you know it's going to be for the money. But um, oh yeah, no. for sure. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like you clearly like you're not doing this just for the money. Like this is no, a, no, no. like it's it's a passion project, and you know uh, like exactly. these people work well together. Uh, exactly. Speaking of the team, like I you know obviously thank you for the reminder uh, to the left and right of you. Uh, I mean, you got this crazy team of Trevor Henderson of the Jim and uh, creature uh, workshop and yeah. there you go <laughs> and uh, Graham Humphreys who Graham Humphreys incredible illustrator did uh, recently I watched Psycho Gorman his yes. work on that is phenomenal he has a really dope what we do in the shadows prints I love it um, yeah. how did you get them involved like what, what was their involvement or like well, how did they get onto the project just quickly about Psycho Gorman like I met those guys who made that uh, in, uh, years years ago like I'd loved them since they made like Manborg and some of their other films. Yeah. But like at Comic Con, I I did a panel with the when they had the film The Void that when that came out, yeah. I was ho- hosting their panel at Comic Con with like a, it was like fifteen hundred people in the crowd. And after we'd done the panel, it was the Q and A section, so the complete the place was completely dark at Comic Con, and there's just one spotlight to, to the microphone in the middle, and I said, okay, any questions? And this person stepped out, and it was Emma, and. Emma from Host and from Ghost. Um, and she said, hey, everyone, um, I'm an up-and-coming actress. 
um, I just want to know how do you how do you get into films like and they gave her the standard answer a really cool answer like oh well um, send in self tapes blah 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 but I looked at her and I was like she's got something about her she's got, <laughs> and then from that moment I put her in my film multiplex and then she was obviously in Host and now she's in Ghosts so That's Emma awesome. was the last person to join this team because the other girls had gone to school together yeah um, so yeah so how did they get them so I was just a, a massive fan of Trevor Head and I I'm writing producing and directing this game by the way and because I'm in charge of everything for the first time, um, I'm like, right, I'm just going to make this the coolest game for me, <laughs> for a horror fan. Oh, yeah. It, a, a horror fan will look at this and go, oh, my God, these are just the coolest things all together at once. Um, I was just a massive fan of Trevor Henderson. I love Siren Head. I love that he's built this, almost like this Freddy Krueger type character like it's really hard to make to make an antagonist likable and um iconic straight out of the gate he's made he's made a creature that's iconic that kids love adults love and it's just everywhere and so i'm like okay and like we knew each other a little bit just from twitter and right. i was like trevor like i'm doing this thing i need i need this this creature she's called the long lady I needed to be like this, 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 and told him the story, the mythology of the long lady, which I can't tell you guys because it would spoil it. But I told the mythology and he was like, holy moly. Um, and he agreed to do it. And so he started sending me sketches, sketch after sketch after sketch after amazing, beautiful painting. And I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. And I was, it was like, this is almost too good. Like this, you've, you've really made this creature have character which is what I wanted. And then I was like, okay, we've, I've got the perfect designer for this creature. I need someone to make it now. And then in the yeah. UK, there are a few people who made it. And I was going to go to the, to the guys who work on, worked on our demon and creature stuff here before, but I'm like, okay, who is the best in the world? Jim Henson's Creature Shop, of course. They're, they're the best at making creatures. And I'm just a massive fan of Labyrinth as well. The biggest Labyrinth fan you'll ever see. I watch a Labyrinth like every other day. Um, <laughs> honestly, I am. I'm obsessed with it. Hell yeah. So I just went, so I just, I just, I went straight to them. Like a friend of a friend of a friend knew someone that worked at Henson. And I was like, look, so it's a real long shot, but like, hook me up. Let me have a Zoom with them. And I pitched it to, to, to Henson and they were into it. And they've done me a massive favor as well. Um, as in like their services are very good, but very expensive. But because they were, they loved the project, they were just like, we got this. So it's just incredible that they are involved um, making the long lady and they're, they're the best people for the job. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's incredible. And like Trevor Henderson and Creature Workshop together is just the match made in heaven. They, they'd never met, they'd never done anything together before. So this is the first thing. And, and but also I have in, in mind, of course, that I'm going to turn this game into a feature film. Hell yeah. So having these things in place now is, it'll just make it easy for me later as what, well. Yeah. What's it like envisioning and creating this creature as the long lady? from a design in your head and then to see this artwork and sketches from Trevor and then the creature workshop putting it like, does that like blow your mind seeing it in, in <laughs> like actual fruition? Yeah. Well, because like I, I, I make horror movies, like 
the one thing that horror hasn't had for a long time is a good, memorable bad guy. Like I think the last time we had one was maybe Candyman or Pennywise in in, in the new movies. But ever since Jason, Mike, Michael, and um, Freddy, th- there's barely any iconic ones. And I, yeah. I was racking my brain trying to think. Okay, come on, Jed, you know horror. Think of the of a, of a potentially iconic horror creature, an antagonist that people will know from one frame of, of them that will scare them just hearing the name. And like I came up with the long lady and just hearing the words, the long lady mm-hmm. will scare you. will scare you because yeah, it's the long terrifying. lady is like, why is she so long? Like, why is she long? <laughs> How long is she? Yeah. She's really long. I'm um, instantly thinking about like that creature in the ritual on Netflix. Oh, yeah, like, okay. Like, I, I, wish that, like, I, I wish that was like more iconic than it is. Cause I fucking love that movie. And that it's creature a great is so creature. Sick. Yeah, it's true. But like that, that's what I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make, uh, horror that will last the test of time. So, I personally think even like even though the girls from Host are in it, they're going to be amazing. I think the star will be the long lady. I think she will have a life outside of this game for yeah. sure. Especially with the with the people involved in making her, I can, I can totally see this her spinning off into various different things, and. I mean, not to mention like merchandise and t-shirts and stuff. Oh yeah. But the um, but I think she's scary, and she's even scary for me, the, the person who made her, who who created her in my Her's brain, dead. and like Trevor, like like even though we've already given the designs to 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 Jim Henson's Creature Shop to make, he's still like sending me sketches of her, and they're still freaking me out. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, Trevor, like this is scary <laughs> as hell. Like, oh my god, it's gonna it's gonna freak everyone out, and. Because the her legend is like she she appears in times of tragedy. If you see her face, you die. That's the rumor, and so you know if in the game you see her, you're gonna die. <laughs> so like <laughs> you've got to do you've got to do everything you can. If you feel her feel her presence around, you need to not look at her. And this is the great thing about this game you you'll be presented with opportunities. And moments where you can you not you can't look away, but you have to. Yeah. Um, so it's like a horror film, like that way. And I there isn't for me there isn't really a horror game that has given you a sense of mortal fear for your own safety. And I think actually Alien Isolation was really close. Um, it yeah. made me feel as if I was there, and like the slightest noise is bad news. But this, like, you will. You, you have to look at the screen because that's your job to keep the girls safe. Right. But you know, if you look at the screen and you see the long lady, you will die. So um, there, it's, 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 for me, it's just the coolest thing ever. Um, fascinating. Yeah. So I can't, I can't wait for people to actually play this game because I think <laughs> they're, gonna, they're just going to go, they're just going to go nuts because yeah. like, it's so yeah. scary. And, and I think people will... You're not meant to, but I think people will put down the game just out of fear. I think they'll be too scared to play. And obviously, your job is to keep an eye on everything. And if you're not keeping an eye on it, then the game will end. So it will take a real test of your nerves to keep playing um, this game. God, I can't um, now, yeah. I hate that this question came in mind, but I have to ask it. Uh, do you yeah. think people are going to thirst over the long lady like they're thirsty over <laughs> the tall vampire lady? I Without did spoiling, of course. think that... 
it's really because I don't want to give any spoilers, but no, of course, I think so. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> how like how like were you like stoked at all? Like when this whole tall vampire lady thing like started coming out, I was like, all right, fuck yeah, my my long lady, I'm gonna get it. We're gonna get that Twitter fame right now. We're gonna get well, well, because we hadn't because we hadn't announced it yet, and then all of a sudden this this tall vampire lady appeared. I was like. Oh wow! Like okay, people are going to think I took it from this. They're, they're nothing alike, by the way. But um, but then I just saw that she became like the st- the breakout star of all of the kind of. I'm like, oh, this is this could be good. This could be, yeah. there's, there's an audience for this. Um, so yeah, it's no surprise at all. Like we're only a couple of days in, and like everyone's talking about the long lady already doing fan art of her. Not without even seeing her, they're doing fan art and stuff. I'm like, wow, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> this is interesting. And like in the coming weeks. I will leak little sneaks of her, little nice. tiny bits of her, um, just to, to get people's hopes up. And around Halloween, there'll be something coming out as well. But um, yeah, this game isn't out till February next year. So right. it's a long time to wait. So in the meantime, I'm going to tease things because I'm in charge of everything as well. It's great. I can just like do it however I want to. I'm not yeah. beholden to a studio or, or anything like that. I can just, I can just kind of do what I want, which is, which awesome. is brilliant. <laughs> I mean, yeah, our, our big thing, like it's in our name, six, one indie, like our whole focus is like indie gaming, like indie creators, stuff like that. And like, I think that's the beautiful thing about indie creations that you just have control. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. And sometimes it could be a disaster, but it's kind of rare, but like, because the people behind it are usually so passionate about the projects, it's usually mm-hmm. this inherently unique and beautiful product. And just the way, even just like the manner in you're describing it, makes me so like i was already stoked about it when i saw the kickstarter because i'm also yeah. a huge horror fan but just the way you're expressing like a lot of these ideas and a lot of these concepts i this is definitely one of my most anticipated things now like uh, oh, especially because it's something so new and also a peek behind the curtains with kyle and i uh i think we say this on podcasts once in a while but usually kyle and i like around three o'clock in the morning four o'clock in the yeah. morning yeah the, uh, the sad boy hours we like to call it we, we're usually browsing around limited run games and like yeah. just seeing what nice. they offer like what's what's up so like the fact that you have the backing of limited run games some of our favorite like people in the world this is just yeah this is a match made in heaven for mm-hmm. us they they are the they are the best oh limited, for, limited run games you don't even know like how good they are they are so amazing the most supportive people ever they were just like because this is a this is a crazy idea i realized that um because nobody has done it before yeah but they're just like let's do it let's do it <laughs> let's let let's make let's make the best full motion video horror game there's ever been and like cool let's do it yeah, especially um, recently, they've been repressing and remastering a lot of like like Night Trap and like a lot of the SMB games that we were kind of talking about a little bit. So exactly. it's cool that they're starting to produce their own. Exactly. I mean, these are these are the crazy motherfuckers that are still putting out Game Boy Color games in yeah. 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like right, you can't see it, but to my left, I do have a Game Boy cartridge for Star Wars that they. Yeah. Have. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know how often limited run games gets involved with the production of games because I've not a lot. Yeah. Exactly. So. They are fully involved with this. It's, yeah, it's awesome. So um, that's how much faith they have in it. They're just they're right in there. And they're just giving me so much support and just telling me whatever you want, like do it. Um, so it's very, very cool. And it's leading to more, like I can't say too much, but it's, it's leading to more opportunities in the gaming world as well Hell yeah. for me because people are seeing the reaction to the game like, it was two days ago, three days ago, three days ago. 
we're, we're everywhere. We're in, we're in Rolling Stone. We're in IGN. Um, all over like the fil- film websites. Six One um, Indie. Oh my god. Yeah. And Six One <laughs> Indie, of course. <laughs> and like I, I've personally. I've never really seen a game in in Rolling Stone before, like like on their it's front rare. page. Yeah, and like this one is <laughs> like usually so like, okay. games don't really break out into mainstream unless there's like something inherently wrong, like Cyberpunk yeah. recently. Like Cyberpunk has been in like yes, the, that's a massive multi million pound game though. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you don't get the, like indie projects really featured a lot, and it's exactly fucking awesome. So yeah, so. I, I knew the 10 p.m. thing would be controversial, and but I also knew that it would get us everywhere because everyone would be oh, yeah. talking about it, and everyone is going to continue to talk about it until they play it, and they'll see why it matters, and they will build their days around this. They will nice. because it's it's an event, and and if you're not part of the event, then you'll miss it. It's as yeah. simple as that. And yeah, I get it. I get it. You you bought the game, but. By the game knowing the the rules of the game, the rules of the game are you got to play it at ten pm. There are ways you can crack a you can you can crack a, the code to play it outside of the live version. Basically, the rerun. You'll be playing a rerun, and a rerun's never never like the original. And there may be some consequences for you doing that. So, I would suggest you play the live version, which is what you'll pre- be awesome. presented with at the start. Nice. Uh, while we have you for a little bit longer, let's get into some uh, community uh, questions that were asked. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the fun one. Uh, this okay. is from Greg Green. Yeah. Uh, my question, with the uh, the host ladies, you've reassembled the powerhouse team. What's your gameplay strategy for distinguishing each actor, different capabilities, situations, special attacks? And in uh, addition to that one, um, which one of the the ghost ladies would you be most afraid if she became a ghost and decided to haunt you? <laughs> Very good question. So, um, I think we've, I think in a host, they differentiated themselves naturally because of their characters, and it's the same for for this. They're so different as people, but they work so well together. It's like all of these interesting ingredients that somehow go together to make an amazing meal. Um, so I'm not worried about that, but they do have differences built into them as well. Just from their uniforms, you can see they've each yeah. got their own gimmick. They're like, each got their own little tweak on the uniform, <laughs> um, which is intentional because I want people to pick their favorite ghost girl. And then because you can follow one girl's storyline, basically, if you wanted to, you don't have to, keep an eye on all of them. If you want to, it could just be the Redina story if you wanted mm. to. That's really my, cool. my suggestion would be to just keep an eye on all of them and you'll get the best experience. But you can just do it, just play, just kind of like play out, keep an eye on, on your favourite one if you wanted to. So I want people to pick favourites. Um, you'll be able to like buy merchandise based on that girl as well. Um and and yeah, I, I want to make I want to make this game and these girls known even more so because they're they're amazing actresses, and host has kind of put them in the world spotlight. And I, I just want to keep that up because they're my friends. Mm-hmm. I want them to be known. That's why we're using their real names again because I, and that's why it's printed on their uniform because I want people to see that girl, know her name, put her into their films. That's what I want. Nice. And um, the other question... Yeah, who's going to haunt you if they become a ghost? (laughs) Who are you most afraid of? 
I think ah, oh, they're all just so lovely. Maybe Emma. <laughs> Um, that was the correct so, answer. They're also lovely. <laughs> yeah, they're all lovely. But um, but Emma is um, Emma's got toothache at the moment. So like at four a.m. this morning, I got like a like a text. It's bing 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 bing. I'm like, oh, it's Emma. She's like, Jed, I've got toothache. And I was like, oh, Emma, like, like I'm, I'm trying to sleep here. And uh, so I had to like basically stay up with her and uh, talk her down from um, her not having a good night and I'm like Emma just swill around salt water um so I think Emma would be the scariest as a ghost because I think she would be the most annoying um <laughs> ghost. I love gotcha. Emma but I think she'd be yeah. an annoying ghost <laughs> uh real real quick question that I thought of um will this uh game on PlayStation have a platinum trophy great Please. question Kyle <laughs> as, um, as platinum hunters ourselves over here I love a good platinum yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like, as far as far as I'm aware, yes, but okay. not just not just a platinum trophy. Um, there there are things that tie into the real world as well. So there's mm. physical trophies as well. Ooh, um, sweet. Yeah, I think I'm allowed to say that. That <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're trying to blur the lines between between real and and not real. So that's awesome. Things that you potentially would trophies you would potentially get in game you potentially may be able to get outside the game as well for achieving certain things so you pop um, the platinum your house gets haunted yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's we're doing some crazy innovative crazy stuff shit. the long lady shows you up know, to the, our house the PlayStation Five is the wild <laughs> <laughs> next gen tech exactly yeah. uh, another question from Adam Gumby uh, what do you feel is the best horror moment you've been in, involved with what is the process of looking at what you did to say, this is the scariest moment I've ever created? Um, I, th- I think probably Caroline's death in host is yeah. up yeah. there. Yes. I think it's because she's so sweet. It's so brutal. Um, or we, we have a short film called Salt as well. Um, and I think that it's only two minutes long. And I think that in the entirety of this two minute short is scary from start to finish. Um, I think Rob directs it to within an inch of his life and it's incredible. And I think it's the perfect example of a horror short to me. I'm very biased, but it's it's rare that you'll see a, a horror short that does exactly what it's meant to, which is scare you from start to finish. Um, so that maybe, maybe salt. That's nice. Yeah, face day. Nice. A uh, question from uh, Kelsey Lynn Lewis, the other third of Six One Indie, one of Very the nice. co-founders. Uh, what's your favorite horror film that you find yourself drawing the most inspiration from? Or if it's not a film, where do you find the most inspiration? Um, so my favorite film of all time is this, the 1984 horror film called Night of the Comet. Don't know if you've guys seen it, no. but it's about these two valley girls in LA. Uh, a comet passes over, kills everybody. For some reason, they're safe. Um, various different reasons and their sisters and now they have to battle these zombies that are around and what they do instead is they go straight to the mall dance around to girls just want to have fun and steal stuff and that's exactly oh, what i yeah. would do nice. in, in a zombie apocalypse i would go to the mall loot the mall dance around to girls just want to have fun so i thought okay they, and i love it and i and i know this film was made in 1984 but in the, in the recent years I've become friends with the two lead actresses in it and hung out with them in LA as well. So 
I was almost like I was in my favorite movie. It's very cool. That's awesome. Um, besides that, uh, Evil Dead Two. I'm wearing the Evil Dead T-shirt right now. You can kind of see, yeah. Yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> so, and I'm working with Sam Raimi as well. So on a film. So, yeah. So he's Sam Raimi is really the biggest inspiration for me in terms of him with Evil Dead going into the woods with his mates, making a movie that changed changed the horror game. Yeah. That's kind of what we try to do with hosts. And we've got three Blumhouse movies to do next, which um, we'll, we'll keep trying to change the game and, and keep things interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of like, obviously I wanted to ask about that, but I don't want to put any pressure on you because I'm sure you can't talk about any of that stuff. What's it like working with Sam Raimi? I mean, that's oh crazy. Well, I, I, it's, it's incredible. It, it's amazing. It's, it's like a dream come true. And just having someone that is so important to not only me, but just to horror in, in general, and just someone who's so good at doing what he does. Like, it's amazing. And, and like, we, we have this film that we're doing and he likes to do table reads, read through the script, assigning roles to people. So, so Rob had to play a role. I had to play a role. So for like a good few weeks, Sam Raimi was playing my girlfriend in the table, in the table read. <laughs> and we was just going back and forth. I was, I was the guy, he was the girl. And it was really cool just acting with Sam Raimi, like for this story that we created. Um, and it's cool. And, and obviously he's doing um, Doctor Strange 2 right now. So he had that on his mind the entire time. But yeah, like it's... It's insane. It's like a dream come true. And especially from someone from the UK, like these opportunities are never given to, right. to people from the UK. So like, it's, I know I'm, li- I'm living like a charmed life at the moment, but um, it's, it's great. That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I know you have to go. I don't want to keep you for too much longer. So Jed, thank you so much for hanging out, chatting know, with us. Right? You are a delightful human being. I cannot wait for oh. this. <laughs> this sounds super rad. Um, Obviously, Ghost is on Kickstarter. It's currently, yep. uh, I'm refreshing the page right now. It's currently at about 75K American. Please, Ooh, nice. Okay. This game. That's good. Yeah, I've only been open for a few days, so that's exciting. Yeah. That's yeah, good. You've got, you got 26 days. Get this Get this to a mill. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. That would be nice. I'm 100% <laughs> going to up my pledge as soon as we're done. Oh, you've pledged. Oh, thanks yes. so much. Yeah, We've yeah, added same. some more tiers, actually. You can, you, you can get the you can get a jumpsuit that the girls wear now. Fuck, <laughs> <Nice>. can you? <laughs> yeah. You can get one with a girl's name or you can get a customized one to Fuck. whatever you want. Um, because we're going to, and then we're, these are going to be the, the, the Halloween costumes of next year, 100%. Especially when you see what happens in the game. These costumes are going to be iconic. Um, so, yeah. So, get, and we don't, we don't have that many of, of them. So, like, um, so, yeah. It's because it's so many people asked for the last couple of days. We thought, okay, we, we, can, we can get some more made, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's that option, too. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I currently, I'm currently back to like, just like to get the game. I am eyeing <laughs> the, uh, the, of course the limited run collector's edition. Cause I'm a limited run slot. Oh, nice. uh, but yeah. now of course the, this long lady Sandy, I kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I kind of want that right there. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Like, um, and it's, this is scary. And that's why we've, that's why we've, uh, obscured it because we didn't want to have any spoilers. Of course. But like yeah. just looking at it, it is scary as hell. It is, <laughs> 
I don't know if you even want it in your house. It's, it's scary. No, so um, something you need to understand about me and my relationship with my wife, Kelsey, uh, we have a spirit Halloween ghoulish, like six foot tall lady. I just move her around the house. I put her nice. in the bathroom sometimes. Like I just, just to fuck with her. So if I, I can get spirit if I can get, Halloween. <laughs> spirit, dude, spirit Halloween's like high end stuff. Pretty yeah. great. So okay. if I can get another tool to horrify my wife, Okay, that's a hundred percent worth the hundred and sixty-five dollars. <laughs> and also, I'm I'm gonna oh I can't spoil it, but I'm gonna have a, a literal creature from Jim Henson. Like I've got to do something with. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Actually, we'll probably do a film with it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna have to store this incredibly <laughs> massive creature somewhere. Yeah. So maybe one day I'll auction it for like charity or something. Just have but, it be a permanent fixture to your couch, so when people but, come over, they're <laughs> they just hang out with the long lady. She's she's way too long to. <laughs> she's way too long. I just honestly, I keep picturing. I'm picturing either just a very fucking long and lanky Kermit the Frog or a very long and lanky <laughs> Bowie. Well, <laughs> you know what Trevor Henderson done before, so like oh think yeah. Of, so think about like that kind of vibe. Um, Don't talk big. me out of my 165 dollars punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 too it's too big for inside a house. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah. <laughs> cool. Jed, thank She's you long. so much. Uh, for uh, Where can people find you, follow you, anything you want to plug? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, thank you very much, uh, Mike and Kyle, yeah. for, for asking me on. Uh, you can find me on Twitter mostly, at Jed Shepard, J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. Same on Instagram. Um, actually, the uh, there's a Discord for ghosts as well. And oh. I just just went on there the, the links on the kickstarter yeah. and uh yeah and i'll actually be dropping nuggets of information in there every now and again and also it's i would recommend going on the discord because you never know where you it might turn up later on down the line if you're in the discord um and yeah so Time. you're you're playing the hell out of this metagame and i fucking yeah. love it <laughs> I, love I love it, it so <laughs> much <laughs> I just I just like having fun, um, and yeah, and like you can you can also find me on Clubhouse if anyone um, knows that app, the new social media app, which is all audio, and I run the horror club on there. Somehow, nice. no one had the horror club, and I got, and I snatched it. Oh yeah, and, and every Thursday I do Clubhouse of Horror, where I invite icons from the horror films, like Barbara Crampton is my co-host, uh, along with uh, Kimmy from Nightmare on Film Street, and we just have. Uh, like we have uh, Ashley Lawrence from Hellraiser in there last week. We have oh, yeah. um, people from Blumhouse and, and Fangora in every week as well. It's a crazy horror dreamland. <laughs> um, so visit every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific on Clubhouse, Clubhouse of Horror. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And where can they find all ghost information? Yeah, of course. About the you game. can find it mostly on my Twitter or Trevor Henderson's Twitter or Kickstarter. Or in your nightmares. <laughs> and we'll have links in the video below. To, yeah, to of go. course. Please yeah. back this game. Yes, please. Please. Uh, Jed, thank you. thank you again so much. We have to have you back next year for a spoiler cast. Yes. Please do it. Yeah, yeah and, let's do it. and like you never know what other games I'll be doing as well. So please. Please. Uh, yeah, never stop making yeah. games now. Yeah, please. <laughs> so we have an excuse I don't think to I will. <laughs> I don't think I will, but um, cool. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Take care. Uh, everybody listening, watching, thank you so much. You can subscribe if you're watching on YouTube on youtube.com slash 61indie. If you're listening to us on podcast forums, follow, subscribe, like, share, rate, all that good stuff, you know, at 61indie on all socials, all that good stuff. Uh, I love you. Stay safe. Goodbye. Get vaccined. Vaccined? Vaccinated. That's the word. <laughs> Get vaccinated. <laughs> Get vaccinated. <laughs> Bye, guys.